0: Hey guys, Ryan Dement, True Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day. Another week in the books, and we're back at it. This week, I'm I'm excited to talk about this topic, but (laughs) I'm not that excited to talk about it. It's the capital I word that's, it's all killing us. Inflation. It's disastrous and damaging. And what is it doing to our pocketbooks? Stay tuned. All right, guys. Thanks for coming back. I know you're very aware of what's going on in the economy because it's affecting your bottom line and your bank account. But I want to talk a little bit more about inflation because we often ignore it. Uh, it's not always front and center in the news. And we sometimes think it doesn't affect us on a daily basis. But inflation has some pretty disastrous and damaging effects on our lives. Some people don't know what causes it, who's hurt by it often, and how can you protect yourself against it? So let's boil it right down and let's get started. What is inflation? Inflation happens when the value of your money goes down and you can buy fewer goods and services than you can before inflation happened. Inflation is a natural result of having an economy that runs on currency instead of bartering or other methods that require currency. The key question you're saying is, how does it happen? It's when a government prints more money into circulation than they need in supply. And I'll give you an example. If you haven't heard this, QE, quantitative easing. So this came into play in 2008 when we had the last downturn. The government just keeps on printing money and puts it back in a form into the economy to buying securities, bonds and other types of securities like mortgage-backed securities or other types of securities. Well, that volume of dollars exceeds the amount of dollars that we need in the economy or in our marketplace, which then softens the economy and then also makes your dollar and my dollar worth less. So until the the Federal Reserve decides to stop printing money at these outrageous rates, which they say they're going to stop tapering, this doesn't change. But this is only one part of the problem. There are other pieces of the problem, like if you guys haven't heard on the news, there's 100-plus cargo ships sitting off the western coast in California and Long Beach that have been sitting there for weeks on end, and now it's taking them 45 days to unload those ships when it only took a matter of days when they came into port. And the storage units or the warehouses in California are 98% full. And the truck drivers that are taking these containers off the ships or off the, off the port or the dock and transporting them used to charge you about $1.89 a mile to transport them. They're now over $3. And listen to this. It used to cost a container to be shipped from China to the United States roughly $3,000 per container. It's now costing almost $20,000. So you're almost a seven-fold increase in just shipping costs. And then let's add into we don't have enough truck drivers to be able to take these containers from the warehouses and get them shipped out to uh, the distribution centers for the larger retailers or smaller mom-and-pops. That is who's truly going to be hurt in this process are the small business owners because they are not going to be able to put any type of product on their shelves because they have an issue of getting the product, one. And two, once they get it, it's so overpriced that some people are not going to be able to afford it, so they're not going to be able to sell it. On the other side, the big box businesses like Target, Walmart, Amazon, however you want to look at all that, They're experiencing empty shelf syndrome right now because we're back to panic buying, and that's going to cause a problem also. So now you have Costco and Walmart limiting the amount of toilet paper and paper towels and cleaning solutions that are being able to be bought by you and me. So I, I guess the question I get to is, why should we take inflation seriously and when? inflation is a serious topic and, and it varies, but inflation steals our hard earned money. And the and the and the effect on it is is long. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't come overnight and it doesn't leave overnight. This has been a problem in the making for many months and it's only gotten worse because of the pandemic and unfortunately there's no one driving the bus when it comes to the economy and now all of a sudden the the powers to be in the in Washington DC are going to have this round table meeting with uh business leaders and other uh people in regards to the shipping crisis and they're going to try to force the ports in Los Angeles and Long Beach to be open twenty four hours a day, so you can get products and services that you needed for Christmas, which already they're they're saying Christmas items and toys are all up thirty percent as we speak today. It it just is mind boggling that it it seems like we didn't see this coming. It's like it all of a sudden hit us in the face and. It's been creeping up every single month for many months. The CPI, the consumer price uh, index came out today and it was up 0.2, but that's excluding food and fuel, which are the two biggest pieces. But if you look at inflation, it grew to 5.4%. So if you have a hundred dollars, that's $5.40 more that you're paying, and you say, oh, that's not very much. It doesn't always translate dollar for dollar. Let me give you an example. Do you know the one commodity that has is, is gone up in price the most during this inflation? It's something most of us buy on a daily basis. Bacon. It's up 22% year over year. The next, eggs. 19%. And I can tell you, I went to the store on Sunday and I bought some eggs and a dozen of eggs, free range, uh, brown shell, no GMO, all that crazy googly gop was almost $7 when typically it was around 4 ninety nine, right around there. So it's, it's almost, it's over doubled, almost doubled, I should say. And inflation is killing our purchasing power. Cost of goods go up, money your money becomes worth less, and you can afford less. And it also hurts large companies. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to pass along those additional costs to you and I, which is already happening in the market. It's already happening uh, in the supermarket. If you guys haven't seen, it's happening in the car market. Even with a chip shortage, people are paying four or $5,000 over sticker price for a used car. And if you understand what a sticker price is, it's MSRP. It's the suggested retail price that the manufacturer sets or the dealership. New cars, the average new car price-wise, $44,000. $44,000, guys. That's a lot of money. Think about that payment and what that's doing to your your checkbook on a monthly basis, your bank account. And by the way, if you don't think it's affecting your retirement, it is. Because if you're not in some type of investment vehicle that works w- with inflation you're not going to you're not going to go anywhere and one of those examples is the treasury inflated protected securities short tips and they hedge against inflation but then also at the same time when deflation happens you lose your principal and your interest payment but everything else out there is is being impacted by inflation you can say the stock market is not but it has some problems too because People on Wall Street and people trading will see through some of these companies that are going through tough times that can't sell product because they've raised the price too quickly, so they're going to start missing their uh, numbers on their returns, which then ultimately will affect their stock price. So when you start seeing those annual returns dropping, you're going to know, that there's problems going on, not just on Main Street, also Wall Street. But there are ways that we can beat inflation. There's commodities like gold, real estate investments. There's tips like I told you, the Treasury inflation protected securities. You you can you can look at stocks. I mean, they're generally stocks, you know, are expected to outpace inflation. Like I said earlier, rising prices can generate better profit margins for companies and you can earn better dividends, but there's also a downside of that. If they raise their prices too quickly and they want to offset those additional costs and people are not buying their products and services, guess what? Their stock price is going to dramatically decrease and their earnings are going to decrease, which will mean you're going to lose money. Gold, I said it before. Gold is relatively limited and the global demand increases, so does its price, which means that you can protect your wealth and protect your bank account, protect your retirement from any type of inflationary pressures. Physical assets such as gold and silver have also performed well during periods of high inflation. Other commodities like oil and natural gas are also affected by rising prices, and they could also be used as a hedge against inflation. But you have to research those and understand those. I'm just giving you some ideas. And then tips. I talked about it. Treasury Inflation Protected Securities these are US government bonds indexed to the inflation rate and offer a fixed rate of return. They're highly effective in mitigating the effects of inflation and they they help you increase your interest return or your interest payment. So when the CPI rises, your principal balance will go up along with your your interest payment. But you got to be careful. When inflation, inflation goes away and we start seeing deflation, the principal balance in your interest payments will be reduced. So take a look at those and uh, see if those meet your criteria. And then how does inflation affect your retirement planning? It affects your money in any type of retirement vehicle because your dollar is worth less. And since we are living longer, we're expecting to have a standard of living that doesn't go away, but it actually goes up as we age. You have to plan accordingly for inflation. And if you're concerned about your retirement... These things are going to be a challenge for the foreseeable future. Washington, D.C. is telling us that this is just transitory inflation and it will be gone in a couple months. Inflation doesn't just show up to your door and then leave after it had a meal and some dessert. It typically stays around for months, if not years. And history shows that. So if you're not starting to realize that inflation's here to stay for a bit, you're, you're, you're really hurting yourself and your family and you've got to start figuring out how can I start hedging against it to start making money with inflation and protecting my dollar? Because if you do not, it's, gonna, it's going to take your hard-earned money and just wipe it out. And no one wants that. I don't want that. You don't want that. So there are opportunities with inflation. It is a risky proposition. But you can buy assets that are fixed that actually rise with inflation and protect your dollar. But you also have to realize inflation is more damaging than most of us realize. Inflation today is about the dollar losing its buying power. It's not making things like it used to be in the past. And that, mean, that means you need to take some steps now to protect your hard-earned money. Inflation is, is unavoidable and an, an unfortunate reality of our modern economy. You need to hedge against inflation by diversifying your assets and choosing a portfolio that will protect you from future price hikes. Please don't wait till it's too long to take action. Your bank account, your family, your uh, well-being, your retirement, all depend on it today. If you don't know enough about inflation and how it works, I will have some links in the show notes. In the show notes, excuse me. And please research it. Ask questions because it is affecting all of us. And we all need to be educated about how inflation works and how it affects us. All right, guys, that's it for this week. A little bit shorter of a podcast. I hope you guys have a great week ahead. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have those conversations, guys. It's okay to have healthy disagreements. You can can agree to disagree. Have those conversations. Reach out to people and have those conversations. It is not a bad thing. It's not a lost art to have a conversation. I read an article just to digress. The average human or sorry, the average person living in the United States today has not picked up a pen and a pad of paper and wrote or written a letter to somebody in over seven years. That's crazy. Seven years of not writing somebody a letter. That tells you how far away we've gotten away from just pen and paper. Everything has to be electronic. I'm all for about ease, but sometimes it's good just to write a letter to somebody and they see that you put your personal touches to it. Anyways, have a great week, guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I'll see you guys on the other side. Talk to you later.